We the GamerCast is powered by patrons at patreon.com slash Capri. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 70 patrons who support us each and every month. With a special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can support Jonathan Brown at youtube.com slash Entertainment. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth, and our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. If you'd like to support this show and all the Yumi Capri content, go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri and choose the tier that's right for you. Now, on with the show. Capri and welcome to We the Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you for subscribing, for listening, for after you listen, you tell a friend, you tell a mom, you tell your dad, you tell your cousin, you tell your step cousin, your second cousin, twice removed, your ex husband, whoever you're telling. <laughs> tell you, tell your exes about this show, man. <laughs> Just share it. I love it. Thank you guys so much uh, for being here. Uh, Max, my cat, has joined me. I don't know that he loves that intro all that much, but he's now hiding in my closet, getting cat hair everywhere. Oh, this cat. We now have a cat, guys, but I'll get to that in just a second, because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about life and games, and if you want to be on the show or just message me, you can tweet at me, at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. We've got a great one for you. It's all an all-Canada episode. I think we're doing a couple of these in a row. If my schedule holds and everything goes okay, there's going to be a lot of Canada coming at you guys, so prepare Prepare yourselves for uh, maple syrup and hockey sticks and beavers and moose. That's, I think, generally what we're going to be chatting about for the next little while. I'm glad you guys are here. It's been uh, a little over a week since I, I kind of started to take a break from from Twitch. Normally, I'm over at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, uh, but I'm taking a month off of that. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays was when I was, was – that's when I was – that's when I would stream at the end of the night, at the end of the day. And guess what? Since COVID started, I, I put on a couple tens of pounds, but uh, <laughs> on quite a bit of weight. And I'm now two weeks removed from my second shot. So my 5G is fully powered. I am now fully vaccinated. I'm feeling great. Things are good. Life is great. And um, man, after a week off of, of Twitch and just trying to put some focus into this thing, I've lost seven pounds. I feel awesome. I feel re- like that's that's kind of extraordinary and probably speaks more to how terribly I was eating before <laughs> and uh, and how much weight I had put on. I think it's always a little bit easier when you're at your heaviest in your entire life. I think it's a little easier to just like try to make some good changes. And um, I mean, at least it is for me. I'm just, I'm very grateful. So I'm, I'm, I want to continue on with this momentum. It's got to carry on. And I'm, every single day I'm like, that's a temptation. That's a temptation. My kids, they got like donuts upstairs. I, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I'm, I've got it under control. I'm setting good habits. And I think that's the biggest thing about, taking the break is just try to 
apply some energy somewhere else rather than what I've been doing and kind of hoping for something else to be there. So stay tuned on that. I don't need to spend a whole heck of a lot of time on that. I just want to say thank you to everybody for being very nice and understanding and encouraging. Lots of people, especially shout out to Marcus O'Neill. I'm pretty much, I probably said this last week, maybe, I don't remember. Um, There's now a cat falling down my stairs. What do you, you, or that was a dog. There are so many animals. I'm actually alone right now. But the but the animals are taking over the house. So maybe we should probably just get into this. I mean, holy crap. Um, I have a great conversation coming at you guys with Leah Jewer, uh, the co-founder and host of Girls on Games, and she's the senior digital content manager for iHeartRadio. I think you guys are going to have a great time because I had a great time. I will say, Max, what could you guys hear that? What are you trying to do to me here, dude? We're, we're recording a podcast. This is very unprofessional of you. Okay. We should, because we have a wonderful guest. We got Leah. Like, this is the Leah show, not the Max show. Yeah, go into my closet and get fur all over my my clothes. Awesome. Super awesome. Okay. Here she is, Leah Jewer. (laughs) I wouldn't call me a professional. Fake it till you make it. Dude, are you no kidding? That's actually true, isn't it? It so is. Because I, I feel like you just end up, but that's the best way to learn. You just stumble mm-hmm. around, figure it out, make mistakes, yeah. get her done, figure mm-hmm. it out, and you're good. Because you know? then you realize that everybody else is doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. And Did you like go it. back ever and listen to your very uh, first episode? Uh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was so like I just wanted it to be perfect, you know, and it's kind of like the worst thing that you could possibly do is to overthink it and want it to be like better than you're capable of of being. And guess what? You're never going to have a show smaller than your first episode. So like, what are you freaking out about? Exactly. Or your first 10. I mean, hopefully, unless you you invite some gigantic guest on and make a big deal about it and you're then you're not good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. the early days are they can be a little embarrassing. A little cringe. Yeah. You ever listen? How long have you been at this for? Oh my god! Well, we've <laughs> we're at episode three hundred and fourteen. Good now. god! We've only missed a few weeks, very few weeks, because we'll pre-record. Like over the holidays, yeah. we'll do a bunch of episodes back to back. We'll get drunk, you know, play games. <laughs> I love playing like radio games with them. It's fun. Yeah, um, with the team, and uh, yeah, I think we missed like the week I got married, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like just maybe that week. Yeah, and we've had like a handful, like maybe not even five that we've missed. We've been very consistent considering, Mm -hmm. you know, we, Girls on Games will turn 10 the first, well, I guess October of this year. 10, yeah, 10. Wow. It'll be my 10 year anniversary at Bell in August. And we started just after that, Kat and I, because yeah, we were putting up Babe of the Day. And we were like, this makes no sense. Why are we finding the scantily clad women? I was gonna um, say, <laughs> you know, when you're, you're kind of just like following the gaming template, the format, you're like, what are we supposed yeah. to do? How do we come like gaming? Okay. Yeah. Big yeah. booths. Yep. Booth yeah. Games. And mm-hmm. then, and we were doing that. But at the same time, um, Jason Acevedo, who used to work at Ubisoft, oh, yeah. um, had handed a copy of Rocksmith to Jason Rockman, who is the evening show host and a very good friend of mine um, on Shome. And uh, Jason was like, Hey, Leah, what do I do with this? 
<laughs> and I was like, Ooh, this is cool. And then Kat and I got to talking and that's how we kind of bonded when we first started together. It was mm. like, you like Zelda? I like Zelda. Oh, did we just become best friends? <laughs> exactly. And uh, so, yeah, we went to the higher ups in the, in the, at the radio station. We're like, we were thinking, how about we make content about video games and stop doing the day or something in exchange? Oh my and they were God. like, do we have to do anything? We're like, no, we're the webmasters. We'll control everything. We'll get her done. And it kind of uh, grew from there. And then, you know, got syndicated on 13 radio station websites. It was Astral then. Now it's Bell. Oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, when we wanted to start a podcast and when the Astral Bell deal um, started, Cat uh, and I went to our, you know, supervisors again and be like, yeah, we kind of want to do our own thing. Do you mind? They're yeah. like, can you still come on the radio and talk about video games when the time comes? I'm like, hell yeah. That's like the best <laughs> deal ever. Yeah. So it was uh, a lot of fun. And then, of course, there's been changes between yeah. like Catherine leaving Bell um, and me moving to Toronto and team changes. Where were you before? Alice, I thought you were always I was in, in Montreal. Yeah. Oh, I was really? in Montreal before. Yeah. I had 18 years in Montreal. Where were you? Where are you? Like, let's go all the way back. Like, where are you originally from? St. John's, Newfoundland. There it is. That's I am that, an East Coaster. That explains yeah, bye. almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> okay, that explains that explains quite a bit. How long were you there for? Like, how long before you kind of escaped there? Because I think that's kind of there's a right there's a right of passage, right? Yeah, you, you turn I, a certain age and you just like you leave. Yeah, I you turned eighteen and yeah. GTFO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wanted I wanted to do art school, and there's. The only thing was in Corner Brook and I mm. knew painting, drawing, you know, sculpture, that wasn't going to be an actual money making career. So I yeah. ended up uh, getting accepted to Concordia University to do a uh, bachelor in, <clears throat> pardon me, design arts, along with uh, a minor in computation arts. So mm. I, I'm like on the art side of it. What's and- computation arts? It was like the bare minimum at the time of kind of like the way Concordia kind of the program set you up is like you learn to be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a little bit of like programming and a little bit of web development and a little bit of 3D Maya and a little bit of this and that and the other thing. And uh, after I left that, did four years of that, because that's the weird thing, too. In Quebec, they have CJEP. So usually you go to grade 11. And then you do CJEP, which is almost like college, technical school. It sounds like a bad C- picture C- format. Yeah, I don't know what CJEP actually stands for. It's something French. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's our in-between university and uh, and high school. And you learn a trade or maybe more technical skills. Right. And then you go to university for three years and do a degree. That actually sounds pretty pretty good. It yeah maybe some maybe some, maybe some real life skills and like how yeah, to the know. real life skills a lot of people fail out <laughs> yeah oh, no, <laughs> Actually, that's not, no, not, not too many but it's just like you get the freedom of mm. university with the mentality of high school so I don't think everybody's totally prepared yeah I had a lot yeah. of friends that went a year it. early too yeah exactly so uh, so yeah and then did I had to do four years because I yeah. didn't do CJEP so I and you're all alone like you left your parents there. and everybody behind like oh yeah know? yeah 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 Were you, like I'm was that even was that Don yeah I was gonna say like doesn't seem like that would be too scary I mean, for you at all it was kind of like just like got ripped the band-aid off yeah you know and then mm-hmm. I did it again because I went down to Savannah Georgia to do my master's <laughs> what I didn't yeah. know this oh that's yeah. awesome what yeah, master's in what graphic design okay yeah, so that was like the the thing because I felt like I was like I know all these things, right? But I need I need a specialization, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And even when I went and did graphic design, you're still doing, and even a master's in that, you're still doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. But I found that I was able to formulate my thoughts as a art critic and mm. proper criticism. Yeah. That really helped, I find, in what we do for girls on games because I'm allowed to look at things a lot more critically and I'm just a nerd for like the business side of it too. Yeah. So I, and because I have my background, you know, 10 years at bell. So Mm -hmm. I just like using that. I feel like it's just been a, it's a, it's an interesting aspect to have the artistic side and the business side kind of mushed together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, you don't see it too often. Like when was your, um, like when would you say like your path was pretty much set? Like, did you wait where you kind of like, partying i don't imagine like you're ever partying like i feel like you were always like in school you're probably like a plus student always like first get your did, homework in yeah, like kind of I a keener. Did well but yeah. you know work hard play hard kind of deal yeah I don't... <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I have some stories from yeah. uh undergrad yeah i was actually <laughs> just talking to somebody Friday. about kitchen parties just oh this morning my God, actually really mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah that's always a good time any if you ever have a newfie at a party it always turns into a kitchen party. Always turns into a kitchen party. What is that's that? That's where Why? the food is. That's where the booze is. Easy mm-hmm. access. You don't really have to worry about spills. You know, it's just the communal space. Spills. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you break something, it's okay. You can sweep it up pretty easily mm-hmm. instead of like a red wine and a nice carpet, right? Well, it's funny you say that because it sounds like there's a lot of forethought that goes into it, but I actually don't even know if that's what it is. It's just like, it's kind of like where you end up, but also there's benefits to it. Yeah, there are definitely benefits, but the benefit back in the day was that's where the stove would be. Yeah. The hot, like the pot belly stove where mm-hmm. it keep the hottest place in the house. So that's why people always showed up there right and is mm-hmm. often the bigger room too and yeah. uh and yeah so that's where kind of a kitchen party comes from and uh because usually a kitchen party comes with a scoff a good meal you know <laughs> so uh yeah everybody's always getting fed and 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 drinking yeah it's a very new fee way do you ever go back do you ever do you ever because that's just like it's such a party it's a time like it's amazing. yeah i do when i can yeah. um i haven't been back in a long time uh because covid yeah um my parents were up the last time I saw my mom and dad was January 4th, 2020. Yeah. So uh, does that seem like it does seem like forever ago, doesn't it? Like it was a, it was a year really that we were kind of in lockdown a little over a year. But like, how was how was that for you? Does it seem like just a lifetime? I don't know. It, it wasn't too at the bad. Same time. It's like bad, blink of an eye. And also more than that. I don't know. Yeah. There were definitely moments when it dragged on when you were like, right. is this ever going to end? This is forever now. This is, <laughs> but, is this forever. Yes. Yeah, this, this is my life now. Um, it's like the David, the, the dentist kid. Yeah. He was all drugged out. And he's like, is this forever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I pulled that meme up a few days ago. I don't mm. know what it was, but that came into my head. And whoever I was with, I was like, don't you remember David at the dentist? And they're like, no. And I'm no. like, where have you been? <laughs> were they were they a younger person? It, was it maybe remember. an age thing? My brain is a sieve. I'm lucky yeah. I remember what I have for breakfast. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I'm the same as you. It's actually kind of embarrassing. Like it, it, for the most part, I try to like, you know, purvey that I've, I'm trying to keep it together. But for the most part, like it's Swiss cheese up there. Yeah. Like, it's just I holes mean, everywhere. Yeah. Something. St- but the most ridiculous stuff sticks. I know. I know. Like, you turn on and like I've I've always been into music. I kind of mm-hmm. fell into radio. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I fell into that. Yeah. Um, on the digital side. And uh, but music's always been something that's been big in my household. And I played piano and all these kinds of stuff because, you know, mm-hmm. keep kid out of trouble, give them after school activities. Right. But yeah. I played a whole bunch of different musical instruments growing up, but not doing any of that now, except my husband does. But music wise, there's just like 
I might not remember the words to a song if you said sing this song. I wouldn't sure. know. But as yeah. soon as Once the tune turns on, mm-hmm. I'm in it and I know all the words. Mm-hmm. And I can often turn like a turn a phrase into like a song or find something. Same. Yeah. Yep. We end up doing that on the podcast a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I hope it whether you know what I'm talking about or singing about, like whatever. We're we're in it now. Yeah. Like that yeah. that all for one thing that Xbox did. Like, Frig, wasn't that funny? When was the last time you heard the song? I swear. And now well, it's <laughs> it's in my when head you listen to a retro, yeah. When you listen to all those like retro songs, you know, like a oh, throwback yeah. playlist or whatever, then mm-hmm. yeah, she the, the the jams pop up. But no, I hadn't heard that in a while. But like you're expecting the real words to come, and then you I know. see this commercial, and you're like, wow. And it just kept going. Like they could have, they honestly, they could have gotten away with like a verse. Like like or half a verse or something like that. I, it's just like they full on produce like all the lyrics. Yeah, the the four by three aspect ratio, the weird lighting, the <laughs> yes, weird set, even like the the lower thirds that yeah. look like it came from MTV. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this I didn't I didn't even notice the four by three aspect ratio. That is amazing. Like I like I'm now thinking I'm kind of replaying it in my head. Like it almost looked like it was playing like on a VCR. Like yes. the quality wasn't really all yeah. that great. Holy crap! Yeah, there, there's yeah. something special about that. Like, there's something. Some they they, they got to do more research on. Like, what is it about that stuff that I don't sticks know. in your brain? Xbox is on freaking fire oh, lately it's so with good. its uh, with their PR stuff. I gotta say, they mm-hmm. they're just like right in the zeitgeist right now. Their yeah. finger is on the pulse. Like I've never seen a company before. They're they're. I mean, they're kind of in they're kind of in a desperate spot. You know, over the, when you think about the last ten years, it's kind of like they they kind of had to. And you think about. Like Nintendo doesn't really have to do it. They're gonna put on an OLED model, and people will buy that. And I'll be buying Skyward Sword at the end of this week, even though I said a hundred times that I won't. And I bought Animal Crossing, <laughs> even though I've gone on and on about my problem with that game. What's your problem with that game? That you can only have one island per per oh, cartridge yeah. and per, yeah. per per console. Yeah. Like well, you mean, don't, you can't have two. You can't like I've been saving multiple save files on car- cartridges for thirty years. Yeah, and I can't do it on Animal Crossing. I know it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, like that. That's kind of like there's a couple other. I've gotten into some stupidly yeah. heated like conversation, which is really dumb. But like, yeah. what else? Are we gonna a, do? It was a weird caveat to put in place, considering yeah. everything else, and then like how you couldn't like save it. It was stuck to your switch, mm-hmm. and I'm like, my 500 hours. I can't lose. My I saw 500. I, I saw hours. a couple people lose it early in the days, and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like that. That's and the whole cloud thing. Like you can't save to yeah. the cloud, and all, apparently all because of hackers. Apparently they're ruining it for the rest of us is what I'm told, but I don't really buy it. So we just end up we just end up arguing and fighting over silly video games, and then uh, something in real life happens, and then you realize maybe it's kind of dumb that we fight about that. We need something to talk about. Well, that's kind of how we feel. Like that's kind of I, I I've gone back and forth on this like over the years on like okay like how how viscerally should we be conversating about some of this stuff for. Um, but I think we should be critical about it. Like, I kind of like what you're talking about. Like, you bring a critical eye to, to some of these things. I think it's because I think it's important. But at the same time, like, how do you make sure that you're always reminding yourself? It is video games, for God's oh, sake. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, nobody's going to die over this stuff. But I mean, that that's part of it, too. Because as human beings, we want things to spend our time at and to keep our brain stimulated and yeah. to be artistic and to get expressions out there and stories and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And that's where video games is so interesting because... It's like a happy, smushed up version altogether that, mm-hmm. you know, we can all sit down and chat about. I mean, book clubs have been around forever. Yes, you yes. know, movie critics. It's like it kind of makes sense. Book clubs are the thing, man. Like, that's yeah. the one thing I, I, I don't know about you. But like, 
when you've been doing this for as long as maybe the like collectively we're like we're decades into this thing, you know, Crazy. which is kind of nuts. <laughs> but like the book club, <laughs> the book club is the one thing that I haven't done, and I've always wanted to do it. Like for video oh, games, yeah. it's just they're too long. Like I just I don't know. It, it's, yeah. it's, I think that's 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 a little difficult to to get around. Although books are long too. Like books take time for people to get there. Yeah, people they can. It depends on the book, and it depends yeah. on what you're into it. Because there's some books that I'm like, I could devour it mm-hmm. you know the harry potter are you still series. like physical on books are you kindling no or? i've gone digital and yeah. my sister turned me on to audiobooks too and now Ooh. that's my new thing yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like i, I could get kind of hooked on the narrator like whoever the voice person or whatever you call that yeah like let, not the that. actor so much as like whoever's gonna like whatever they're reading, reading it was like morgan freeman doing it like let me just give me all the morgan freeman books <laughs> That he's done. He could read me the phone book and I would be have happy. Have you ever done that? Have you, you should get into I'm, I'm like, I have a feeling like you're kind of like on the I've cusp. never tried. Oh, I mean, I've heard, it. yeah, I've heard some of the tales about the audiobooks and how you have to do all of the work yourself in the beginning. Yeah. I don't think I want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, like before I do. you kind of get picked up by somebody or like, what do you mean you have to do all the work? Well, yeah, they kind of have. A, I've heard somewhere along the line, I don't know what company it was or someone mentioned it maybe in a podcast I listened to. Yeah. That like in the beginning when you're starting out, if you want to offer your services to do like the live reading, you do the read, the edit, the post-production, everything, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a lot of work. That's a lot. You imagine, like I don't love doing it for like an hour long podcast, let alone however, what are you talking, like 10 hours to read through a bike? I have no idea how long that takes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like Goblet of Fire is like 28 hours long. Listen to that. Yeah. (laughs) Her pass. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pass. I will read it if someone will mm-hmm. edit it for me. Are you like, because like you've been on radio for a while, like you've been doing this a bit for like, do you do you take care of your voice? Do you have like, do you have active like do you have to do exercises? Do you like have like throat coat or anything like that? I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a real thing. I, I hear people talk about that. Yeah, I don't really do any radio shows. I just usually do hits when, yeah. you know, they want someone to come in and do, you know, to talk video games um, sure. or they have questions or something like that. Like when Gamergate came up, Pokemon Go, and oh, I yeah. used to do a hit every Tuesday morning with the folks on TSN in Montreal um, talking video games. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, not really. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think, because I'm, I'm just not doing it all the time. Now, yeah. I know there's you know team members of mine like the folks that are on virgin toronto and chum and news talk 1010 and stuff like yeah they have rituals and things like sure. that to warm themselves up but then they also do stuff but they're like also not from prep. newfoundland like you're, you're yeah, kind of I mean, like that's like a kind superpower of your... right <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just come out and like babies come out not crying they're just yammering on they're telling jokes telling stories about yeah you know in exactly. the womb <laughs> I don't know why, like, but I'm, I'm thinking like Newfie, but for whatever reason, when I tell, when I kind of think about that in this very moment, I think about like, um, like an old comedian or somebody just coming out there, just, uh, Ron, um, I was gonna say Ron Jeremy's like, not what I'm thinking of. Who the heck is like, the guy's uh, from like Caddyshack? Snook? Goodness gracious. Uh, oh my God. Uh, what was the dude from Caddyshack? It's gone. See, John remember? Candy? John, well, the other, John and... No. No, no Bill gone. Murray? He is also from Caddyshack, but holy crap, it's over. I have to like actually look it up. He gets yeah. no respect Go at all, it. no respect at all. Does that guy is what I'm uh, thinking I don't of. remember. And see, this is what I mean. Like, it's my brain so is a disaster. It. I know, it really is. It's a very famous comedian, and this is terrible. But anyways, that's what I picture a baby coming out in Newfoundland. <laughs> it's just this old, jaded comedian with a cigar in his mouth. Like a New Year's baby, kind of. <laughs> kind of like that. There are some pretty funny, like, um, like stereotypical Newfie comedians. There's a guy named Snook. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a dude, buddy. What's his name? And the other fellers is is like a group. And you have they to do say like, it like a Nuffy too, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to not say it. Rodney like a Dangerfield. Newfie. Rodney Dangerfield is. <laughs> oh, the, that's is the his name. Rod- okay, Rodney yeah. Dangerfield. Good. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I know everybody's screaming at me right now. Yeah, they're anyways. yelling at us. Yeah, I just anticipate everybody's yelling at me all the time. All the time. I'm constantly, I'm constantly flubbing my words. It's kind mm-hmm. of a running joke. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce some things. Yeah. Um, Mario, like Mario, who cares? Ooh. Tomato, oh. tomato. You know, I'm just like, look, I'm a newfie. It just so what comes you, out the way it comes out. Are, do you just go back and forth then? Or do you oh, think? Oh, yeah. That, whatever. Yeah. Whatever just happens, happens. They know people know what I mean. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Mario or Mario. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was checking myself a lot when Kat and I uh, hosted the panel of Charles Martinet and Montreal Comic Con a few years ago. Oh, nice. Because I had to make sure I said the character's name right there so what is where did you get like corrected like what is the it when you must have had to like look into it because i've heard both ways i'm a mario person like is that is that where you had to go and correct yeah, i think it's to, mario to say- is the correct mario is just i my, my that's just what my mouth wants to do mario so, so i don't know why but it's mario i think a lot of people do that and because you're super nice like i won't harp on you because i do think that it's mario and i have yelled about people yelled at people because of it but that's that's neither here nor there <laughs> the thing is is i know i just don't care well that's and that's why i can't <laughs> yell at you about it like you've kind of like diverted already i'm just like well that's kind of like playing keep away for somebody yeah. who doesn't want their thing back yeah like it just doesn't the, really matter the thing anymore. is too we've got you know our podcast too we um you know, I had I know two languages, English and French. Mm-hmm. Catherine is first language French, but knows English like the back of her hand. Yeah. Um, Simon is first language, first language French, English second language. Uh, also, Ali, um, first language English, knows French. So we use a lot of uh, French words too. We'll throw them in there and like accents. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So we don't really. We'll correct each other and giggle about it when we're saying mm-hmm. the wrong thing. But you know, it's people understand so we're not really worried about it you know what I yeah mean? i well and i've i like i when i first got into this i ended up podcasting with somebody from from the states and uh he would always mm-hmm. make fun of all my canadianisms like especially my my oot and a boot kind of like I, it's not oot quite as oot and a boot but it's kind of like i kind of get what he's saying so i've i've kind of been watching that lately but there's still certain things that kind of slip on through and I don't but, know why. Yeah. I but mean, if you're around other Canadians and maybe you just, and especially like the ones you're with, like it's a bit of a mishmash. Like you said, different accents. Yeah, and, you start yeah. to absorb it. Like mm-hmm. obviously grew up in Newfoundland, had a Newfie accent, but lived in St. John. So a townie, as we call yeah. them, rather mm-hmm. than a Bayman. So if you Wait, really want to hear What's a, a thick Newfie accent, it's the people that don't live in St. John's. Oh, okay. <laughs> so around okay. the bay. It's the Bayman. People no. that live around the bay. Oh. <laughs> Their okay. accent is legit. Yeah. Like they are speaking another language. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's something to get used to. So lived in Newfoundland, but, you know, tried to at least speak a little bit more English proper considering I was in St. John's. But then I decided to take French immersion. So learning French with a Newfie accent, that yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Then moved to Quebec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know they the language is is different in montreal and quebec city versus in you know up that doesn't north, seem down fair south, whatever that yeah it's all like... different mm-hmm. how are you supposed and to use a lot that? of uh, you get used to it <laughs> and then uh yeah different different accents different you know using french and english interchangeably all the time franglais mm-hmm. as we call it franglais mm-hmm. yeah then went to the deep south started yeah. picking up a southern drawl 
And Wait, then when did you go to the Deep South? Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, pick that up a little bit and then uh, come to Toronto, back to Montreal, back to Toronto. And uh, yeah, it's a mishmash. So I just feel like you could pick speak. it up even in this conversation, actually. Maybe. Like it kind of yeah, flips, you probably flips will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about the um, speaking of Mario Mario? What yep. about that that developer who makes that Assassin's Creed? How do you say that? You're you're a, you're a guild member or Ubisoft? something like that. Thank you. Ubisoft. Yes, yes that's not correct. Ubisoft. Thank you. I mean, yes. phonetically based on what the umlaut, you know, if it had an umlaut, then I could see it. But yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Joe. Joe. In case you're listening, Joe, it's Ubisoft. Oh. Oh. Are it's we opening thing. up the can- a Pandora's box here? Mm, I think we just closed it. Actually. Okay, good. I think good. I think we just sealed it. I think we just welded a shot. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> There's so many words like that in video games too. Like mm-hmm. that's the worst thing when I read through news stories and I look at people's names and I'm just like, I am going to butcher this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I'm mm-hmm. going to try, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Yeah. I used yeah, to, um, I, to I used it. to be a cashier over at we had a grocery store Safeway, and you, like oh, it was yeah. part of the what you had to do was thank the person by name because you would scan like their member card and it would show yeah. up on the receipt. So you're like, thank you, Mister, Ms. whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I often got compliments for how often I would get the person's name right. Nice. Take a bit of a stab. You just speaking of fake it till you make it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Good I don't skills. Know if I do so. Well, back then. Back then, I probably ordered like rang up their order wrong. Probably get all, all those mistakes, but I nailed the last name. <laughs> you Maybe were younger. You had you had less Swiss cheese holes in the yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. Well, less excuse, I guess. <laughs> less yeah. decay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what about for like what about games like back in the day? Like, was it always like now? It just seems kind of normal for us to just go like, you like games, I like games. Cool, let's be best friends. Like, was that always the case for you? Like, did you have friends growing up like playing games? Were it just you like like? like in your by yourself like playing on the tv or did like did you grow up with friends playing with games yeah me and my brother played a lot yeah. um he got the nes and the snes and i just kind of played it but it was yeah. more like a guy's thing because it was marketed to boys right you know? right yeah and then uh we got the oh holy present one christmas which was the nintendo 64 and yeah that was the turning point mm-hmm. uh but yeah a few friends around there wasn't re- really too many girls my age in like my neighborhood in school yeah. obviously i had friends and everything and and, and stuff uh more on the on the girl side but mostly is a whole bunch of guys that kind of lived around our age uh that were around our age group yeah um one of them actually works at a video game company now back in St. John's, which is That's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Jeffers, he works at Other Ocean. Hmm. Or at least I think he does. I think he does. He's been on the podcast to talk about it. Whether yeah. or not he's still there, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, there was a whole bunch of us and we all love playing games and uh, that was just our thing. So I remember, yeah. you know, sitting in my brother's bedroom, the, me, Stephen and Doug passing the controller around trying to get through that goddamn water level and over enough time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> swearing though we shouldn't yeah. be swearing because we were children mm-hmm. um but yeah and then uh yeah just been playing video games ever since and yeah. it was kind of just a great way escapism considering i did spend a lot of time on my own traveling not knowing people so sure uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's fantastic there I was never a time games. where you kind of like am i gonna like break away from this like i feel like again like that's kind of just like for a lot of people it's maybe like that rite of passage or like do you ever like yeah do you ever grow apart from me you got bring it bring back by like no for me, it was like the so. Wii. it was like oh there's a lot of other people who like video games. Cool. Let's get back into this. This is fun. 
I would say when I moved to Montreal, my parents did not want me to bring a video game system because they were worried that it was going to rot my brain and I was not going of to course. do my university schooling. Yeah. Um, but then I went and bought one anyway. I bought a yeah. PS2. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Final Fantasy uh, 10, you know, mm-hmm. got to do it. Um, so, yeah, that not really unless my parents told me not to um, yeah. and then i disobeyed that's how no, that's what I, you get that's a pretty good thing to rebel against really yeah your you parents know. saying not buy a video game it's you know now it's, it's hilarious though because my mom listens to the podcast now she knows does she really think awesome. about video games mm-hmm. i know it's it's so cute that's so, so our, awesome our podcast is formatted where we just we kind of do our intro i kind of speak of the video game topics we're gonna get into yeah and then we go into um the crew check-in just to yeah. you know see what's been up with life because you know we all don't live together it's the one point of the week where we can all chat and uh that's my mom's favorite part of the show yeah. because she knows everybody on the podcast um Catherine obviously was in my wedding she's yeah. you know been listening to Allie and Simon now for 10 years so <laughs> so yeah they she she loves it and she always like will talk to she's like so is your podcast coming out on Monday? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and She's then I'll the shout one. her out in the mm-hmm. podcast, um, especially because um, cooking comes up a lot. And my mom is a f- fabulous, fabulous Ooh. cook. Yeah. I'm I'm a little spoiled when I go home. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So she uh, she adores it. And uh, now when she hears something on CBC about video games, she was like, she'd tell me better. Saw something on the news about video games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like it's, now that it's like more mainstream, she gets yeah. it. You know, yeah. my dad gets it, right? And when I show him stuff like Red Dead Redemption 2 and he's just like, I could be a cowboy? I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, when they were up, uh, well, well, two Christmases ago now. Yeah, yeah. I, I put the PSVR on them. Oh, that was my. entertaining. I put it on them. <laughs> like, I was like, unsuspecting. play Beat Saber. My mom loved it <laughs> no kidding well it's new yeah. age it's new age we like if they thought that was amazing like I, i've told the story oh, about, yeah. like putting the, the controller in my dad's hand we were playing Wii tennis and he would like you know you're really only supposed to like move the the controller but he did the whole miming of it like he he pretend like he'd got a a tennis ball in his one hand he'd throw it up and then he'd take the the controller and he'd smash that down and then he would run around the room like he'd kind of like hobble around like he was a real life me he didn't realize that it was just gonna move by himself like he was just kind of over controlling super cute super cute. he's knocking that. things over yeah bumping but that's where people. the fun comes right yeah yeah so i can't imagine like what it would be like to what it would be like to put a, a vr thing on yeah it, it was interesting when we got it i was like mom i cannot wait for you to come play this because she's oh always she's always had the secret dream of wanting a drum kit yeah and playing a drum kit oh, so beat so saber cool. has that like you know the mm-hmm. rhythm thing going yeah so drums yeah, are way really louder than that. people even realize you know, oh, like yeah. you, everybody like, oh, it'd be cool to play drums. You're like, you ever have that in your house? Yeah, that would be obnoxious. They are obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> so me, loud. A little kid learning how to play saxophone was mm-hmm. not nearly maybe 10% of what someone would be trying to learn how to play drums. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, like listening to your first podcast, like go back and listen to yourself, like l- learning a learning an instrument. Yeah. But at least then it's like you can kind of keep it contained to yourself. Drums is like the whole house and maybe the, whole the neighborhood, neighborhood is hearing yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, you got to start with like, and now there's like electronic drums and everything. Yeah. Like you could you could start out quieter. You know, you don't yeah. have to go full out. Even those though, you still, you, you know, you're going to hear the wax, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's still, you know, you still want to hit it with enough 
vigor to make the oh noise, definitely right? so. oh like playing rock band and stuff back in the yeah. day like i don't know like some of the, like they, the rock band ones especially were like they had like a like a bounce to them like they kind yes. of had like a pop clack them. and a thud <laughs> yeah. but if you hit the pad in the middle or the thing on the sides the plastic mm-hmm. on the sides yeah. oh yeah well i mean you're you're gonna wreck them immediately they had those they oh, yeah. you could remember you could buy pads for them to oh, soften yeah, them a little bit pads mm-hmm. or you can and have something the symbol thing too yep Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the Guitar Hero had the best ones in my opinion because you actually had like they kind of like had fake symbols, kind of like the, the yeah the ones on the bottom, and then yeah, they, and actually we we connected two um two kick drums together. You could get like oh, a Y cable and connect two double together, double bass, which was um very important with like Guitar Hero Metallica. Oh, because you could play expert on it and do the whole like yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Are you like into like all music? Like, kind of doesn't matter. There's not much I don't like. Yeah, Maybe same. yodeling. But yeah. I mean, in the right context, I'd be into that. Too. Kind of have an appreciation for that, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Price is right I mean, or whatever. skill set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should replace the intro music for this show. To just yodeling? Yodeling. <laughs> I apologize in advance. <laughs> I did not mean to influence this. I am sorry. It's happening. It's too late. <laughs> apologize all you want. I'd be the only yodeling. podcast. The only Mm-hmm. I could I could get you to do it. No, I'm not doing it. That's all you, you get. Give it a look. Give that it a was look. my 10 seconds of fame as a Well, there's at least one listener who uh, can turn that into a beat for me. Oh they my can just kind of like yeah, now take I'm that scared. sample and just yeah, we'll do a little something something with that. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I think that would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> that is funny. Um, the weirdest thing though is that that sometimes um so in the intro of my podcast, Mike uh intros our podcast my mm-hmm. husband and i intro his sneaker podcast so cool sneaker Pete, podcast yeah it's all on like sneakers. shoes the sneaker podcast oh yeah that's like i mean that's it's a niche like that's oh yeah else is that? he's probably money niche oh i'll bet yeah Holy like you cow. think video game collectors are insane uh-uh you haven't met a sneaker head well, they just sell. I just saw Mario Super Mario sixty four sold for like one point five million dollars or something. Yeah. Zelda sold for like eight hundred seventy k last week or something. Like, yeah, and people make fun of me then. for keeping some of this stuff in boxes behind yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe like, one you just day. Never, nobody's gonna know who, how much Diddy Kong Amiibo is gonna sell for. You don't know. Years. That's you don't know. Gonna be in a collector. That could be the one. Huh. And that's where everything falls apart, though. Is when people see like that there might be money to be made in collecting some of these things, then none of them have value. Well, you know, like that's why, how comics and everything dropped off. Why there are no PS fives because everybody thinks they're going to make money off it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By scalping it. I hope they but, get stuck with it. You know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of. Do you have both? Just you have desserts. Xbox and, and PlayStation. I got right everything. You got it all. Yeah, yeah. you're I was a grown like, up. Just take my money. <laughs> Credit card man's gonna love <laughs> <Credit> me. <card. laughs> <laughs> from like day one like did you have did you have any troubles getting any of those no i i don't know i think i just locked into it yeah. so when the playstation you wanted was, it more one of them yeah one of them came first one of God, them dropped was, first it was playstation yeah. that dropped the orders first and i don't know what the heck oh happened. yeah the pre-orders were first oh, yeah, i remember what happened nowhere. my mm-hmm. old my old boss the old head of iheart he's a gamer too and we've been always talking about about playstation stuff mm-hmm. and he had seen that uh, and had posted on instagram that he got his at the source so and i knew mm. already that i wanted the dig- digital model so i wasn't really like scrambling to get the disc drive right and uh and yeah i just managed to be at home got on the computer already had my info into the source and and purchased it yeah and then the xbox 
originally I had it purchased via Amazon, but then I ended up getting a, uh, a, a review model. So yeah. uh, I relinquished that to a friend. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. Yeah, it was yeah. a beautiful thing. Speaking yeah. like that's just it. Like Xbox really is kind of like they're almost like too generous. Like sometimes I. I don't know, maybe Xbox, if you're listening, like stop listening just for a second. But like every now and then, like Xbox send me something. I'm like, are you sure? Like, do you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like- you want a scoop because uh, I haven't even had a chance to take a picture of this. I got that Space Jam. Kit I just got today. it too. Me too. Dude, that thing is huge. It is way bigger than I thought. I've seen pictures, but it's enormous. Talk about not wanting to take something apart. Seriously. Yeah. Like it's too pretty and the box is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Anything with a gradient on it. And I'm like, yes, give it to me. Gradients just coming like, back. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love gradients. Anything 80s. I'm here yeah. for it. Oh, 80s yeah. neon. I'm here for it. Neon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that, that box is just like sitting out in my living room. I was like, you're borderline almost as big as a PS5 box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the three controllers and the figurine and then the little bit Bugs Bunny card. Too the Bugs cute. Bunny card is awesome. And like Isn't how it's it like, nice yeah, touch? speaking of collectibles, it is a really nice, yeah, it looks like that's a thing that like mm-hmm. you're lucky. I'm like, I can't believe I got one of these. And it's like, well, that's the design of the whole like package. But yeah, like it seems like I've, I've discovered and I got a rare card that I don't want to I don't want to bend, fold, or break or anything. Exactly. Thank goodness it come in the little plastic thing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, very, and that's just it. Like very, I don't know. I feel very fortunate when that kind Me of stuff too. happens. Me you too. Know they're I mean? so generous, but mm. that's what I mean. Like I just feel like they're they're running on full cylinders, and yeah. they are. They walk the walk and talk the talk, and I'm yeah. so impressed. I was not an xbox gamer my first console mm. my xbox console was the xbox one i just never went down that route because it was like yeah. nintendo playstation yeah. just because of the types of games i liked growing up mm-hmm. and then got into it a little bit because we had one at the at the radio station we had a 360 yeah. at the radio station and when the new consoles came out that year in 2013 i got it and yeah. i have been so impressed yeah. at everything they've been doing that you know, I am like full force Xbox right now. I'm playing yeah. more on my Xbox than I've ever that I'm playing on my Nintendo and my PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting. Like for me, PlayStation is just a little too big. And this is the thing. Like, I feel like I'm, I can't even say things like this because Xbox sends me stuff. And I, every now and then I'll kind of throw out there like, do you know how many like PlayStation 4s I bought? Like that kind of, I kind of throw that out there and it's like, it doesn't actually really matter. But I want a smaller one. I don't want it to be enormous, Leo. Like I, it's just, it's the size of my two year old for God's sakes. There is a famous designer who passed away or architect passed away a few years ago. I want to make sure I get her name and say it right. Hold on. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm assuming like she okay. made like buildings. Yes, she made buildings. Her name is Zaha Hadid. Zad A H A H A D I D. She's a British Iraqi architect that I've always loved. I went and oh, saw one cool. of her um one of her exhibits at the Guggenheim in New York back nice. like the first time I went. Yeah. And her buildings remind me so much of the PS5 and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, when I saw it, I was like, Five yes, that tall. looks like a piece of architecture and I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm the only one though. Like this is the thing. Sometimes I find myself on a bit of an island on because it no, looked like, you know, it's selling all like crazy, the thing. but they other... buy it anyways. Like it, it's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of stopping me from like, do I really need to spend whatever it is? Like, and they're only available in bundles now. You know, you can only get them like uh, with two controllers and also like this game and some warranty or whatever. So it's going to cost me like $800 to get my hands on one. I'm like, it's that plus it's gigantic. I remember like, I might remember like moving things around for my PS3 and it's bigger than that. Mm. 
Oh, wait, did you have like, the, the fatty PS3? Oh, yeah. Like, day, yeah. The, it was, I didn't buy it on day one, but I was convinced. Me neither. I was convinced, and man, <laughs> when I when I first saw Nathan Drake, like, jump in the water, I'm like, yeah, I need this console. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I managed to convince my dad to buy one of those. I'm like, dad, it's a Blu-ray player mm-hmm. or two. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Blu-ray <laughs> so players are like $1,200. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was the same thing with the PS2. I'm like, mom, it's a DVD player, too. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. no leah okay i'll go do it anyway was that your i was gonna answer was that the first one that you bought on your own like was that the kind uh of... yeah i'd say with my own money everything else yeah. is kind of like birthday presents and stuff like the game boy sure and ds and things like oh, that right game boy yeah. yes it's all pokemon hardcore right oh really yeah oh god yes are you hyped about pokemon this year like is that is that, is that hit the nostalgia I for, a for yeah. i mean i didn't think i was going to be into let's go um but i did i mean mm-hmm. i had lots of fun with it i mean the thing is is the games are just fun in general and just yeah. you know throwing a new graphic level on it i'm here for it yeah. yeah i mean that's why nintendo is nintendo it's like it doesn't matter how many times they put up super mario 3 i'm buying it are you really uh <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, right? Like, it's Super Mario 3. I don't know what they do. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what God. is the secret sauce, <laughs> Nintendo? What is the secret sauce? Nostalgia. It's 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 like, when, it when did we all play this? But it can always be nostalgia. I feel like it's a pretty, yeah, I think it's kind of a hallmark of it all, really. I mean, super, especially if you're talking about, like, the same game. Super Mario 3, Super Mario 4, or World. What is like, and maybe I'll just throw you on the spot. Like between of all the Mario games, like what do you hold? What do you hold the highest? Because for me, like it kind of changes from week to week, year to year. I don't really know. Like, it, like I think if I was to tell you, like right, right off the top of my head, I think it's Mario Three. But then I play and see World, and it's like, golly, this game is actually amazing. It's World so is good. fantastic. Three is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sixty four is fantastic, and then Yoshi's Island Ooh. is a gem. Yes. I love that game. Yes. The music in that game just stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. And the art style. Mm. Art style actually, like, for whatever reason, when I think of Yoshi's Island, like, I think of, like, Nintendo Power. Like, I think of the yeah. screenshots in Nintendo and how, like, it just worked. Like, a lot of screenshots didn't, like, translate over to magazines all that well. Like, even back in the day, you're like, this isn't I think so it was great. because they tried to do that painterly effect. So mm-hmm. when they went to print that, that hand-drawn style yeah. rendered even better in ink because oh, yeah. you didn't have the pixelation because you had the bleeding of the ink. So it just it looked even better than the TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then they would always kind of like blend the two art styles with like the screenshots, but then also everything else. I don't know. There's probably some terms of like the design of the magazine or the those pages. Mm-hmm. The layouts of them would kind of adopt that as well. So they would, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. And I've had a lot of conversations about this. I don't know what your take is on it. Like, where where can Mario go now in terms of like art style? Like, it seems like they've done a bunch of stuff, and Kirby did a thing. Like, they mm. had they they claymation stuff and and yarn and all these different things. And the new Super Mario Brothers has kind of been around for a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. Like, what else can they what else can they do really? I don't know. They've done the paper craft thing. Mm-hmm. That was one that I really liked. What was the the recent one, I think it didn't come out on Switch. I think it was on Wii U. Or maybe it was on Switch. I'm trying to remember now. There's one thing where they had the water and the water looked like sparkly paper. And I was yeah. just enthralled by yeah. it. Which game was that? I don't remember which game it was. Yeah. Well, I don't remember Rodney me. Dangerfield. So I know. Second Brains one. Brains of Civ. Yeah. Brains of Civ. Yeah. It's too late, I don't, too. I don't, it's too late. It's not too bad. Well, I'm glad you think so. I always get a little worried because it's I'm on the West Coast. So it's fine for me, but. So I really I have no mind. excuse. Okay, I, well, I appreciate mind. it. Yeah. 
Are you a bit of a night owl? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would much rather I force myself to go to bed because I am the worst at getting up in the morning. Yeah. But like my greatest hours are like 12 to 3 for yeah. work and gaming. So but oh, I, yeah. you can't do that when mm-hmm. you're an adult and have to work a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the world. Wants or you, you to start. or you suffer mm-hmm. <laughs> and your colleagues suffer because you're cranky. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. What are you playing right now? Like, what are you up to? I am obsessed with Graveyard Keeper. What the heck is that? Okay, so Graveyard Keeper is, think Stardew Valley, but a whole hell of a lot darker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, on Game Pass, mm-hmm. but I've been following this game when it was like in development. Yeah. I own it on both PC. I bought it when it came out on PC, and then uh, I bought it on Xbox when it came out, and then it went to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's like the guy the main main character that you play is the graveyard keeper and you have to do a whole bunch of tasks because he died and he wants he landed in this old-timey world and he wants to go back to his love so you have to try and figure out a way to get home and in that you end up becoming a cultist a human taxidermist and you are a preacher and you are a farmer and you are a builder and you have to make friends with everybody in town <laughs> and a fisherman and like everything that I love about those farming sim games that are just so charming with a little bit of, you know, uh, uh, I guess macabre side to it. Right. So I don't know what macabre means. I don't know what that is. It's like dark. OK. Yeah. You know, like uh, like great. I'm going to use graveyard. But like, yeah, like yeah. Halloween, like dark and, and Vincent Price esque. He's very. Macabre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never even heard of that. I mean, I'm sure like one of the things like we we always talk about the games that are coming to Game Pass. So I'm sure even that that has been uttered on the Xbox drive at some point. But yeah, I never really like followed up with that. Like, so how did you, you like, like Sims? Did, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Something like I do you feel like because I feel like my my gaming has changed over the years. Like I feel like oh, my preferences definitely. has changed. And that's a that's a thing that I would find myself maybe like 20 years ago just obsessing with. And I don't know. I, I don't know that that's that's not my gaming style kind of like right now you know yeah you get in moods and, yeah uh, yeah that's the best way to put it you totally get in moods you get in moods i mm-hmm. i get in moods because like i've ratchet and clank and yeah. i know it's gorgeous and i know i want to play it but yeah. i just can't i can't get there right now mm-hmm. i don't know what it is my, my brain is too stimulated on work stuff yeah. like i when i played through last of us part two i powered through that so and I. it was just like an addiction yeah but like i get like that where yeah. I'll just be like full tilt, don't want to do anything else. And to the point where it's like an obsession, like Minecraft is an obsession. For right. Me. Yeah. I it's constantly like a way of life. want to play. I'm watching YouTube videos of farming tips of how to like break the system to make iron farms. Mm-hmm. I'm learning, you know, watching Hermitcraft. Like it's, it's a religion at this point. Yeah. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. How do you build something like that? Like, how do you make something so just never ending and, <sighs> you can just do anything in it. Like, I just don't even understand. Like I don't, I'm not into Minecraft. I, I have a huge admiration for people who are, and obviously you were playing role-playing games as a young kid. Cause that yeah. generally is the difference between. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, kind of started with the platformers and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then got in, you know, and those kind of evolved into action adventures being Zelda. Yeah. And then when the PlayStation came around, got introduced to RPGs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I really do love the turn-based Japanese old school RPGs. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, as it just kind of opened up, I never really got into racing games or fighting games yeah. outside of just like entertainment purposes. With See, friends. your parents were your your parents were right about maybe some video games 
will rot your brain because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to my brain. It's like <laughs> fighting games, racing fighting games, games racing. And yeah, so racing games. Yeah, we were, I was playing like Need for Speed on PC. Like we didn't even oh, yeah. have consoles growing up. I had a, I had a PC back in the day. And it was always think, those ones. I think the one that really st- stuck with me and it was StarCraft 2. Yes. Oh, there it is, Leah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, now we're doing strategy. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, yeah. And I think that it makes a lot of sense now because I found that my niche in work and mm-hmm. in what I do for the podcast and what I like to play is stuff where I can be thought process strategy yeah you know learning more and that's what i like about sim games and minecraft and i get i'm not as good as the reaction time like don't ask me to play call of duty like i'm right. terrible but if you want me to be and, and have smarts with it and be stri- strategic and planning and and you know figure out you know the tasks that need to happen to mm-hmm. be most effective min maxing that kind of stuff yeah i am i am here for it I love that term min-maxing. Is I'm I'm slowly but surely coming to understand it and maybe even be able to use it in my, my own sentence. But I love that. Like, there's this vocabulary around gaming that yes. it just sort of, like, happened. And I remember very specifically, like, my when I really first got into gaming, it was like my, my dad got me a subscription to PC Gamer in, like, 1998. And I'm like, I don't know half the words that these guys are talking about. But I remember, like, thinking specifically, I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm just going to read it until I understand it. Like, that was, you know, grade 8, Sean back in the day I'm just gonna figure it out and that's the fake it till you make it pretty much we just went yeah. full circle yeah yeah we tend to do that. i mean <laughs> seems like we're going off in all these different directions but it, nah, we always it come all back. comes back to fake it till you make it that's yeah. how you know it's really at the heart of what we're up to it's true yeah yeah, yeah i like it. it yeah <laughs> so you playing playing um what was it called again graveyard what? graveyard keeper so yeah. i'm in the middle of that right now yeah um i have a code for chicory so i want to play that too because i hear that is like the bomb mm-hmm. yeah i'm hearing a lot of people playing that one yeah that's supposed to be like a painterly zelda Ooh. which i'm like hmm, mm-hmm. that sounds intriguing yep um i've got ratchet and clank i've probably been through like two parts of that uh yeah. minecraft is always in the back of my mind and yeah, just waiting to see kind of like what comes next, because I feel like there's tons of stuff coming yet. I don't really know what's coming. It's a weird year. 2021. Yeah. The COVID, you know. Yeah. Like you do know pretty much exactly, especially if you're thinking about like, um, especially on Xbox, like you kind of know exactly what every studio is doing. And yet you still think like maybe there's some openings, like maybe there's some surprises left, but yeah, probably not, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, as soon as they give me the Xbox Series X version of Cyberpunk, I will start that again. <laughs> oh, did you? I never, I never, I didn't even start it. I had, uh, I accidentally pre-ordered two copies that kind of oh, just boy. like showed up. I'm like, I don't even remember pre-ordering this one, but okay. Um, and I actually returned them both just when I heard all the things. And yeah, just, what did you I buy it for? Uh, for Xbox. For Xbox. For Xbox. Yeah, yeah, both yeah. times, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah I bought digital. Didn't want to return it. Played yeah. seven hours of it, had yeah. some really crazy glitchy stuff, and I was like, okay, no, I'm going to put you away, Yeah, because I know you stuff. will be good mm-hmm. once you have cured. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> stay you in the cured. oven until you are done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so I think we'll we're going to be too busy this fall. Like, that's the thing. Like, last year was kind of, it. that was kind of it. I don't know. Well, I'm- you know, I've got to spend vacation time somehow, because like it's there and there's nowhere to go and, yeah you know. do you ever like go back like is that something that you tend to do like do you go back to games I, I find that to be a little bit tricky like where i pretty much need to play like when i when i buy it when it comes out otherwise like unless there's a sale i get excited about later that i buy it later like i find it difficult to go back 
No, not really. Um, it yeah. depends on the mood. You know, yeah, it depends yeah, what I'm feeling. Point. And if a game is speaking to me, then it will. And oftentimes it's mostly because like they've made a significant change in the system and an upgrade yeah. or something to change to, to ease, you know, life DLC, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't, I like to, because obviously when you're talking about video games every month, every week, every month, yeah. every week, you yeah. want to be on top of it. But I've also learned too, that like, I want to play what I want to play. Mm-hmm. And if that's the newest, hottest, fresh release, because I want to be on top of it. Great. If it's this Minecraft and I'm ready, I'm back to my old, you know, nonsense again, then that's okay. Yeah. Because in the end, it's for me, right? I'm not it, under the gun to do anything. So well, why not true. just play what I want to play? Is that what you guys tend to talk about? Like on girls on games? Like, it's just kind of like, whatever, like, you don't really feel like beholden to be like, this is the latest new release. And we're going to be talking about this now. We try. Yeah, but each of us has a very distinct style of game that they like, but we mm-hmm. all come back together on certain things that we get hooked on. And we yeah. all know each other so well that, you know, Ali will recommend a game to me like Slime Rancher and it'll just blow my mind. That's be one the of one. my favorite games <laughs> of all time. Right. Yeah. So we just after doing this for so long and understanding each other, we've yeah. almost become good litmus tests to, to say like, OK, maybe I don't like this, but I know Simon's going to like this. Isn't that that's you know? such, a, such a special thing? Like, yeah, if somebody else recommends it or if you recommend something like like I, I hold that. Um, like to a weird degree in my mind of like the recommendation is very special, especially when you're making it to like one other person. Like, yeah, this is a this is a, a Leah game or is a Ryan game or whoever it is. Like, yeah, and you gotta know the other person mm-hmm. really well to get it. Yeah, but I think that's what I like about podcasts and video yes. game podcasts is because you start to understand that person and what their tastes are, and then you play what they like, and if you're into it, then you always kind of want to know what they're playing because you're like Mm -hmm. if they like it and they're into it then i'm probably going to be into it too yeah are you like a completionist when it comes to that kind of stuff or do you kind of like dip in yeah yeah i play whatever i want i'm i i that was something that i struggled with for a while too because some people are really into completionism are really into um achievement hunting but i think that i just got old and said i'm just gonna (laughs) do what i want to do mm-hmm it's a nice, it's a freeing thing that seems to have happened in, in the video game community just in the last couple of years of like play on baby ass baby mode, play as much or as little as you want. Like I think Game Pass has a lot to do with that as well. Like there's yeah. just absolutely no way to. I think it's just a lot of people have come out and say like, screw it. Do what you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. It's your game. Yeah. Like you're the one. Are you going to ruin your own experience because of some other rando person that you'll never, ever meet? Well, I no. think part of it, I think part of it, like the more I think about it and, and kind of talk to people about it is like when you say like, are you going to ruin your own experience? Like, I don't even know if people even realize that that's what they're doing. You know, like it's Possibly, kind of like when you, yeah. when you when you start to become a little bit more familiar with yourself, your own taste, like you under like you get to know yourself more. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe a strange thing. But you just kind of like, I don't know, that's just part of getting older as well. Like knowing what you like and knowing what you don't like in games and music and people and all these things. Like I, I'm yeah. surprised when I think about the games I used to play <laughs> and the people I used to hang around with. It's like, where were your standards? You know, you kind of you develop those over time, I think, as well, like your own taste. Yeah. But I that's yeah, that's definitely part of getting old. And I think that's yeah. why everybody is like, you know, old man, old, that kind of thing. But then you're like, <laughs> no, I just like what I like. Yeah. Just give me more of what I like. I only got so much time. 
Yeah, I'll just I don't do know if it want. has to be. It doesn't have to like you know tie it to like the aging, like closer to death kind of thing. I think just think it's experience. I'll, I'll put a positive spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not one step closer to the grave. It's you know just experience. we're all one step We've, closer to the grave. Oh my god, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's why we can't waste any time. We got to play all. We got to play all the games. And God only knows we're gonna have another pandemic. God, you know, stop. Like, it's... Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Cause I'm I, sort of like, uh, I, I just want it to be over. Like I'm good. I, we, yeah. we did our thing. We made, we made tough decisions. We made our sacrifices. We're, we're good now, right? Like we're, we're all, we got our jabs. We did the right thing. Now let's all like go back to the movies and touch things exactly. and like door yeah. and whatever. Do we're things. Do. Yeah. yeah. Go to clubs and see concerts and yeah. hug family and do all that. But you, that, but that's the thing is you don't know when the next thing is going to come around the bend. So yeah, you I might know. as well enjoy what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a newfie attitude, too, I think, though. Like, everybody needs to, like, take a couple. Like, is, what do you think about, like, as somebody comes from Newfoundland, like, is it is it better or worse to have, like, it just, like, flooded with tourists? Like, people come and go, like, oh, I've heard about this place. Sounds, like, fun. Is that, like, do you like introducing, like, that style of just living and partying and everything? Or you, would you rather just close out the rest of the world and go, like, no, this is ours? Uh, no. The thing about being in Newfie and being essentially, you know, a fairly small population stuck on an island in the middle of yeah. the North Atlantic, yeah, is that you get used to, you know, making your own fun. I guess is the best way I could put it. And yeah. you know, you they are the most welcoming, generous people. Yes, yes, and it, that's so special. So. You know, the thing is, is people, they say about party animals, whatever. It's mostly just that you feel like you're having a party all the time because you just feel like you're having a good time because people yeah. are just so generous and smiley and, and energetic and, you know, mm-hmm. fairly happy about life and genuinely happy to meet new people yes. and to see new things because it's just not not there. Right. Yeah. You just and especially like before Internet, you yeah. know, it was so you know, very one way and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, so Catholic or Christian and, and white and, yeah. you know, only some of stuff. Like I think I had one African-American kid in my class and there was one Jewish family and like, yeah. you just don't see perspectives. So when mm-hmm. you do, you're just so excited to learn something new. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why then, and they just like, Newfies like telling stories and and having fun and they work they work hard play hard right mm-hmm. it's not an easy life especially considering like what it used to be with the fishery and you know that kind of stuff there's a lot of have not so yeah, yeah. Newfies are just you know they understand you're here for a good time but not a long time it's a good song it's a good yeah. song yeah I mean I definitely I've experienced it and it's just there's there's nothing quite like you know meeting somebody and they're just being so willing to like well they'll say like if you're ever in newfoundland like you got a place to stay and then you kind of call them on it and they're totally like not even hesitating they're totally they they mean it they're not just saying like you know whenever you're in newfoundland like most people probably throw that around like if you're whenever you're around these parts and like that person's never gonna come around here you know but we totally we had a guy um from newfoundland he was working out here in alberta for for about a year or so and then he Mm -hmm. moved back home and he's like yeah no you guys are coming and so it was about six months later, we had like the greatest two weeks ever. Just the absolute most funny introduces to all his family and all his friends. Like we just, and it was like, you don't even remember that you're not from there. You know, you just kind of oh, like, yeah. you just arrived and you're like, why am I, why did I buy a flight home? Like, I did, should just and, stay and did here. you pick up an accent? My husband picks up an ac- I don't accent think so. every time he goes home. 
I don't, I don't think so, but I'm not, I'm not entirely yeah, sure. He's, he's from Toronto area. You know? Yeah. You yeah. know, as Canadian as Canadian can be. And then when I bring him home, he'll end yeah. up with a thicker Newfie accent than I do. I think because we, we continually were made fun of for the way that we say things rather than like saying things like, I think, I feel like I'm saying like Newfoundland wrong. Like I think that there's Newfoundland now. Yeah. I don't know. I no, feel, people I, say Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they, they kind of like, or they over enunciate like the found. Yeah. Where Newf- the emphasis on the right syllable. Syllable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But it's Newfoundland. Yeah. 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 So. Not Newfoundland, no Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Yeah. What's your take on Labrador? Do we like them? Do we? What's, what's, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I like, haven't that's never a different been part, though. That's a different land. We should yeah, probably hate I'm, them. Well, it's stuck to it's, it's stuck to the rest of Canada. Yeah. Uh, but my my dad often goes up uh, fishing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I I haven't been, but I really should be. I yeah. should go sometime. Yeah, I'd love to go. Montreal is my next spot. If I'm going to go Ooh. somewhere else in Canada, is Mont- Montreal's yes. next. Yes, like, need yeah, to. If yeah, there's really a party do. city, it's mm-hmm. that one. Well, and then the funny thing is, like it, now I'm you know my my bones. I need calcium you know pills to make sure that my bones don't turn to dust and get so. You're, no, you, you'll just party just a different form. You won't be going different. to the clubs and partying and doing the uh, the the after hours and stuff. You're gonna go to the nice restaurants and drink and yeah. eat like champions you know Mm. and then walk down in the old port go see some stuff go watch a show you know like music is music festival you know like yeah that that's montreal the culture of it right yeah you wander around and just like somebody's gonna be playing music somewhere like that's Mm -hmm. like there's nothing you don't you don't walk around here anywhere like it's too cold most of the time and everything like we're all where are you i'm in alberta i'm in edmonton like you're in edmonton okay yeah like there's nothing there's nothing really happening here so when we go to really anywhere but yeah like i've I've spent a week in um in like nova scotia and done that whole thing and then a year later did newfoundland and was just like yeah that's where i will end up at some point in my life like i'd like to like that's kind of like a retirement plan you know sell my sell my alberta house and i'll go buy twice as much in newfoundland look it's not as Newfoundland and even Halifax, they get a lot of fog. It's not nearly as warm as Toronto and uh, Montreal, yeah. but it does not get cold. Like yeah. it does Toronto, Montreal and, and, and Edmonton. It because of the way that like the two gulfs come down the Labrador and the, and the, and the Mexico and one that how they kind of like hit each other yeah. it makes it kind of temperate which means you don't get super hot and you have like this weird like damp cold yeah. and uh there's lots of fog but negative 20 is not a thing yeah <laughs> excellent yeah. but yeah. you may have snowmageddon like that that may happen but that happens you know, here too we get it good. all yeah <laughs> It's Don't just so be- it's just beautiful. Like it really is. Like it's a different. I remember. I remember both times when I went, and and it was the same for Newfoundland and and like Nova Scotia and everything. It was like I felt like I was actually in a different country. Like they still accepted my Canadian dollars, and everybody was speaking <laughs> English, as far as I could tell. Um, but it did feel like it's just a totally different like pace. Mm-hmm. Like just you it's walk off the life. plane and it's just totally yeah. And I don't like I don't know. I don't mean like it, you're. I think you're right. I think slower is probably the word to describe it. But that sounds almost like negative. Like it just sounds. It's just better. Like it's just well, like I this is that, nice. I found the south like that too. It's more yeah. just laid back. Yeah. And yeah. less rushy because I think in. we're used to city life because even yeah. you know Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, they're cities, right? Yeah. So you're kind of used to that rat race. And when you go to these communities that are not as big, and you know they, it's just everything's just a little bit more laid back, a little it's bit nice more casual. To, the and it's nice to have that. Minutes are lower. Yeah. yeah, I feel like 
that's the type of thing that I'd like to experience more in my life as well too. When I, because like when we do podcasts, like we're, you know, people will from all walks of life will be listening, you know, yeah, you don't just, know. yeah, and it, you know, we, well, you do, you kind of know that people are, there's going to be some people who are living in the city and they're right there with the pace with you and everything else. But like, like when you just kind of acknowledge that life is different when you're at a different kind of area, then like, what do they, what do they care about? What do they, what do they feel is important? Like the things that we talk about and we care about and we get, we argue about on podcasts, like maybe they don't even register for people who live in and in, in different lifestyles like i don't know i don't know exactly what to make of that but it just it's just kind of like striking me as interesting right now well that's what's interesting because people come at speak coming back to like video games as art that's yeah. where the criticism is interesting because mm-hmm. it means that people are going to come and look at games in different different from different perspectives yeah so how i may read a game because I have that background may be different from how you re- read a game, me being female, you being male, different yeah. perspectives, all that kind of stuff. And that's when the conversation gets interesting, right? Because yeah. the idea is art is you need to, you know, it's supposed to, you know, percolate ideas in your head and that and, and, and vocalizing that and expressing that is important. Mm-hmm. So that's where I find it very interesting to having different walks of life come and and look at the same Essentially, the same thing was presented to everybody, but we all take something a little different from that yeah. and and interpret it differently. And I think that's really interesting and cool. There's this really, um, there's an interesting thing that uh, my boss at work did this one time. She held up a piece of paper and it was like a paragraph of words and she let us all read it like once and then she took it down and we're like, we don't know what she was going to do. So she puts it up again. She's like, I'm going to let you read this again. And everybody's reading it, trying to like, now we're trying to memorize like all these different, trying to f- figure out patterns. And then she says, okay, everybody count the number of Fs in this paragraph and everybody counts them all. And everybody's like, sure, like this is the easiest thing we mm-hmm. could ever, this easiest assignment ever. And so then she says, okay, so how many people saw five Fs? And some people put up their hands and I'm like, oh shit, there's like some magic trick happening here. And she goes, how many saw six? And some other people put up their hands. How many saw seven? And so all these different people saw different numbers of the letter F in this paragraph. And there was a correct answer, but what she, what the point of the exercise was that some people, based on a variety of reasons, saw Fs that started the words, some saw the Fs that were in the middle of words, and some saw Fs or, like, ignored, like, words like, or, yeah, words like of or off, they would not count them properly. So it was, like, this really interesting, just, like, and a very basic and very memorable exercise that I will never forget, probably, for the rest of my life, even though I'll forget... Rodney Dangerfield and that other thing that I already <laughs> forgot that we forgot about. Um, I, I think I'll remember this, that we all see and perceive things very, very differently. And that was objective. Count the Fs. It was as black and white as it could have been. And we yeah. all still came up with different answers and felt like we were 100% right about it. I, f- I thought you were going to be like, they told us to read this. And then they asked me, what color was the paper? Or what exactly. color That's was, what I was, I was like, what kind, of mo- what kind of trick are they going to play on me here today? Honestly, I was like, I was reading like, and cause she kept putting it back up. Like, okay, no, like seriously, how many Fs are in this? And I'm looking up because everybody else is having all these different answers. It was on a Word document. So I'm looking at like the, the tabs at the top. Like, is there Fs up there that I'm supposed to be reading? Mm. Like, I don't know. It That's was... too much video games. We played way too many puzzle games. We were mm-hmm. like, or escape rooms or something. We were like, yeah. 
Someone's playing mind games with us. <laughs> I was at a, I was at E3 a couple of years ago, and we got to see 12 minutes. Um, oh, my goodness. Doors, which was awesome. And But I was with um, Mercer Roberto, and Maka was there. Oh, and yeah. Maka, Maka, who does all the, you know, all the guides, and he's breaking yes. games just on, on the regular. He's in this, like, behind-closed-doors demo, like, and you can see his method. Like, whenever he picks up a game for the first time, he's trying to break this, <laughs> this demo that's kind of, like, barely holding together. But, yeah, it's just interesting, like, the way that people kind of approach games for the first time. I super... would love to watch his process. Yeah. Because that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, what does he do? Because he – and he, he pumps them out so quickly. I know. So what – how does he take apart a game? And in doing that, is that ruining his, ruining his experience with the game? Does he still I'd have the to same have appreciation? I'd love to have him ask him about it, actually. Yeah, I was like, you I should. I haven't really hung out with him all that much. But Marissa was the one calling him out on it. Like, Mecca, stop trying to break it. We've only got a half an hour here. <laughs> like, get through this game. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Well, Leah, I've had a great time just chatting with you tonight. I don't know why it's taken us this long to to do that for me even to ask you i don't know time is a weird construct right now i've I've meant to i've meant to ask you for a long long time i don't remember i think it was um i think you've been on a show with mark carabin uh a while ago maybe it was secret friends unite or i don't know i heard you on a on a friend show a long time ago i'm like i don't know why i haven't reached out to you but what have i done recently it wasn't even recent Uh, that's the sad thing it wasn't it was a long time ago yeah i i've been on a on a few things Mm mm-hmm we were on with Steve and everybody else over there. Like, yeah, a while ago, and that Steve's was the thing. But buddy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, well, Steve and I worked together at the radio stations back in the day because he That's used cool. to be in radio. And then when they divested his stations, we kind of lost contact. And then we kind of mm-hmm. reconvened, and we were like, "Holy crap! I remember you." Power of the internet. Look at that. Oh, oh I love man. it. Small world. Well, really that, small world except we're like the gigantic landmass, and somehow we all find it each other still playing video out. games and podcasting we, and we stuff. still manage to make friends yeah well i do you know now that the world may be coming back over uh come back to normal i do end up in toronto every once in a while i don't ask anybody to come on over here nobody comes over here and it's not uh, you never know i might end up there for work we got radio stations <laughs> If, if I do, do, I'll hit you up. That would be that would be very cool. I'd love to be able to like like return the the Newfie favor and say like we got a place for. I don't have anywhere for you. To, to <laughs> I don't either. There's tiny little uh, Toronto condo. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, let's go to my mom's house. Yeah, exactly. That's let's what I was saying to you. Too. Yeah. And she'd yeah. be like, more the barrier. Yeah, they've got extra beds over there. It's a great. It's a great. You know, they'll cook for you and everything. They're they're, they're wonderful. But um, exactly. do you want to do you want to close things out? And you want to tell everybody where they can find you on, on the Internet and all those good things? Sure. Uh, so I run a video game podcast called Girls on Games that is weekly, um, along with my best friends, Catherine, Allie and Simon. And you can find that uh, on Twitter and Facebook. We are the Girls on Games on Instagram. We're just Girls on Games. We managed to get it without the the. We got a Discord channel, discord.me slash girls on games. Uh, but then the podcast is always, you know, on all those great podcast services, you know, Apple, Google, iHeart, all that jazz, along with uh, you can hunt it down at the website. That's girlsongames.ca. And if you want to talk to me, I'm most often found on Twitter at Leah Jewer. That is phenomenal. Leah, thank you so much. Late at night, I know, but you're still you, now now you're warmed up. You're ready to go play Graveyard Madness. Yeah, Damn, I'm going to have to go to bed. Stupid- <laughs> uh, i gotta work tomorrow <laughs> work 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 well exactly. i appreciate you carving out time late at night on the eastern time zone i really appreciate it and uh, yeah thanks for chatting with me tonight no problem thank you so much for having me this was a blast
kitchen parties. If you guys have never had a kitchen party, uh, never been to one, never found yourself in it, like some of you might have just like maybe accidentally ended up in the kitchen, maybe because it seems like a pretty common place to congregate. I don't know necessarily if just like like doing that, doing like just gathering in the kitchen. That's a, that's a normal thing. I don't ne- I don't know if that's necessarily unique to Newfoundland, but there is something special about a Newfie <laughs> kitchen party, man. You got to try it. And I'm telling you, I feel like I finally made some some progress and maybe maybe something. I was talking to Donnie Reese on Sweet Hangs last weekend and Dev. And like, you know, you guys in America with all your big American dollars, you can come on up here to Canada and like live like kings, man. Your dollars are worth so much. <laughs> and especially in Newfoundland, like, holy crap. Even even like other Canadians go to Newfoundland to go like your dollar just goes a little further there, man. It's a good time. And so it's no surprise that Leah is uh, such a delight. That makes that made a lot of sense for me. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I hope Leah will come back. I had a great time chatting with her. Um, what a great episode, man. We're, we did it. We did it. Now another week. I hope you guys are doing good, by the way. I don't know if I said that at the start. I hope you're doing all right. And if you're doing crappy before, hopefully you're doing a little better now. I can't fix everything. But you guys can help me out if you like. If you like the show, you can follow me on Twitter, at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connor. You can pre-like the pants. And if you really like it, you can draw... You can drop a buck or two or ten over at patreon.com slash yumikafuri. You get bonus content like my solo Q&A show. It's, a, it's the Pants Podcast, the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast. It's only for people at $3 and up, and uh, you can ask me anything. There's a theme going on. If you, In case you guys want to know why I hate milk or why everybody seems to think that I hate milk, it's a... It's a thing over there on the Pants Podcast. If you haven't already, if you don't want to support on Patreon, uh, other ways that you can support the show, rate it on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. Share the show. Shout out to Brent Robinson, who, when you guys see it on the, on the Twitter, at WeTheGamerCast, you should follow that too. Brent Robinson is the damn social media manager for the show. He's cutting out clips. He's tweeting on a daily basis. He's got my back. I appreciate it very, very much. And... I appreciate you guys for, for hanging out, man. This is a little bit of a different show. Sometimes, hopefully hopefully this was a good episode. I feel okay about it. I feel all right. So at the end, we kind of do this thing with Jason from, from Heavy Rain. Do you guys remember that that that, that, that game from, from PS3? That's pretty, much, that's pretty much the end of the show. And I hope you guys are going to come back next week. Because I'm going to be here with another Canadian guest, I think. So here he is, Jason. This is the end. Bye-bye. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!